What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by Josh Primo, a.k.a. Nick Cage. I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> so, guys, Bitches. go go look up this movie. All right, go look up this movie and tell me Josh does not look like this motherfucking Nick Cage in Butcher's Crossing. He's got a bald head, got a beard, looks just like Josh. Uh, so from now on, he's Nick Cage. He's Nick Cage. <laughs> and I don't think that's a diss. I think that's a compliment. Hey, man. I'm Caster fucking Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I could eat a page for hours. Woo! <laughs> I can't make my eyes as big as his. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so fucking good, man. I don't care what anybody fucking says. That is one of the uh, best action movies ever made. Top movie, top movie. Face off. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if I, if I asked, no, no, if I told you to suck my tongue? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, huh? <laughs> so anyways, back on track here. This is Surfing the Stream. Every single week, we review a new movie. Josh and I kind of pick one versus the other. I pick one, then he does one. Uh, this week, we are reviewing uh, a movie that Patreon picked, actually. I put it up for vote, brought out uh, several movies. They voted for this one, and it is Guy Ritchie's the Covenant. Uh, this is, of course, has Jake Gyllenhaal in it. And as per everybody knows that if you have watched any of these episodes before, I'm a Jake Gyllenhaal dick writer. Everybody fucking knows it, okay? Just go fuck yourselves. And not to spoil the uh, the review or anything like that, but this movie isn't going to deter me from him. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said... Next week, we are reviewing uh, a movie that I was honestly kind of surprised that Josh picked to review, and that is Alice Darling, or is it Darling Alice? Which What was it called? Alice Darling. Alice Darling. Uh, it's supposed to be a suspenseful drama with abuse or some shit. Uh, it has Anna Kendrick in it. Big fan of her, by the way. And... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh I'm pretty excited to review that movie. Hopefully it is not dog doo doo, but uh excited about that. If you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, maybe you want to pick out the next movie that we review or be a part of the Discord. Patreon.com slash two game is where you go to support us uh monthly. We would greatly appreciate that. All the links to all of our shit is down below. We got links to our Discord. Or not, excuse me. Links to our Patreon, which then you get to our Discord. We also have links to our merch and links to all of our social media accounts as well. So go there, like, subscribe, comment, do all the fucking bullshit. While you're doing it right now, while you're listening to us, go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and like us, okay? So you know that when we drop, new shit which is we drop new shit just about every every single day excluding weekends but uh yeah go join us there we'd greatly greatly appreciate that that would help out the podcast uh a majority of the people that listen to us are not actually supporters so a little weird 
So people keep coming back, but not supporting us by subscribing. So go ahead and subscribe while you're here. But that's enough of that bullshit. We are reviewing The Covenant, Guy Ritchie's. Let's go ahead and jump into the fun facts. This movie is about, during the war in Afghanistan, a local interpreter risked his own life to carry an injured sergeant across miles of grueling terrain. It was directed by Guy Ritchie, and I'm going to list off all the movies that he has directed. Operation Fortune, uh, which also came out this year. I need to watch that. That has uh, Jason Statham in it. Uh, Wrath of Man, which we also reviewed, uh, was it last year or the year before that? I can't remember. Uh, he also directed The Gentleman, Aladdin, King Arthur, The Man from Uncle, both Sherlock Holmes movies. Uh, let's see here. Rock and Roller, Snatch. <laughs> 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 next movie <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to put your movie on the back burner so we're going we're gonna to watch that movie first <laughs> we're such fucking children <laughs> <laughs> this movie stars Jake Gyllenhaal Dar Salim uh, Sean Sagar I think that's how you say his last name this was released uh, in let's see runtime of two hours and three minutes and then give me just a second for the uh, release date. I didn't write any of this shit down because I'm always unprepared. April 21st, 2023. This movie had a budget of $55 million and only grossed $21.6 million worldwide. Oof. Ugh. It's a little tough. It's a little tough there, sir. Uh, let's see here. Going into the, the trivia. Uh, at the end credits roll, photographs of real-life soldiers with Afghan interpreters are shown. I honestly thought it was the actual people. It is. It is not. Uh, after the negligent, negli- I can't even fucking talk. After the negligent discharge of a firearm that resulted in the tragic death of one woman on the set of Rust in 2021, Guy Ritchie strictly enforced that there would be absolutely no actual guns on the set of this film. All firearms shown throughout the film are airsoft guns, BB guns, or rubber. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting turn uh, of events. Exactly. Yeah. Which, if you listen to the actual like, I guess sound design of the uh, of the gunfire in this in this movie, dude, it sounds pretty fucking good. Like it sounds pretty spot on. So I'm kind of surprised I mean, by that. I never noticed the difference. Uh, sometimes you can tell with like the echoes and whatnot. Um, it but it, it sounded pretty fucking close to me. I'm curious to know if that's the way it's going to move in the film industry. I would assume. Uh, I do know that I think it's The Rock. Like all of his, the movies that he produces and whatnot won't have uh, real bullets in them or some shit. I think it's The Rock. Or maybe it's the opposite. I don't know. But it begs the question, what the fuck would you have both ammunitions on site for? It's a fucking good question. <laughs> like, like... I don't understand why you would even have real bullets to begin with. Yeah, I mean, that's when you think when know. you fucking think about it, it's like you're pointing at somebody, and you're shooting. Uh, well, fuck. <laughs> I mean, you shooting at him, you're gonna. I, I don't understand that. So I, that I don't, must be I don't, some California shit thinking there. 
I have no opinion, and Josh's opinion is not an opinion of the podcast. I'm just saying an airsoft could put an eye out. You'll poke your eye out. <laughs> She'll shoot your eye but, out, but it's cool. But, but truth be told, that does sound like some California shit. No offense, guys, but it does. All right, you, you can't fault us for that. I mean, that's Matt's opinion, not of mine or the two-game podcast. <laughs> or surfing a stream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Covenant general impressions let's jump into this fucking movie sir what were you expecting when you jumped into this because what i was expecting is not what i got i was expecting more of a action war movie and i felt like i only got half of that really i was really i guess i was confused on i don't know the way i took it and you know Gyllenhaal, he's going to do quite a bit of action, and I don't know, I just, I expected way more, I think, uh, military actions, fight scenes, shit like that. I don't think I expected that. I What I expected was, I, I read the, uh, the synopsis, and it was saying he saves his life, and I saw some of the trailers and whatnot, and it almost looked like that was going to be a majority of the movie was him trying to get this dude out of Afghanistan and get him his visas and that it was going to be very little to do with the military side of it. I thought it was going to be a straight up drama for two thirds of the movie. So I will tell when you're, you when, when you're like, an hour into this fucking movie and it's still Afghan shit and war shit. I'm like, I'm not opposed to this. I do have muddled expectations with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I am not a D, a DR, as you are. <laughs> you're just you're just fucking upset that you had to watch the guilty. That's that's what fucking threw you off. <laughs> you can't fucking trust him no more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the dude. It's like all right. I'm fucking with him. Now he now he gave you AIDS one time or chlamydia one time. Now you fucking <laughs> you won't go back. <laughs> well, what did you think? <laughs> I've kind of fallen in the middle, man. I don't like Jake Dillonoff in this movie. I think there are actors out there that would have made this movie better. I did enjoy some of the action sequences, I will say that. But I felt like they were the first one was awesome, and I felt like the last section of the movie was super rushed and didn't get to, you know, you didn't get to see that progression in a slower fashion. I mean, it it was like a fucking 16-year-old boy getting some for the first time. It was like, oh, yeah, bam. What, how, how'd it go? Yeah, one time, one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, uh... uh it's bad when you find the supporting actor better than the main actor. He was really good in this. He was fucking superb in this movie, Ben. I was like, I'm impressed. So I I don't think it was Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie. I don't think it was his acting. I think it was the way his character was and the writing, the, the dialogue. Because I had a little bit of an issue with how he was written. Not necessarily... His acting, like some of the scenes 
was kind of like off. Like he was very like monotone and shit like that. I'm like, it almost kind of looks like you put like no effort into that scene, but that's just me. <laughs> I mean, that's just me making my fucking paramedic salary over here and you making your millions of dollars every year. <laughs> I found the scenes with uh, the interpreter and Jake Gyllenhaal in the beginning to be very uncomfortable. No chemistry. I know it was supposed to be as wrote like that, but it doesn't feel like I get a good portrayal of that character from Jake Gyllenhaal, unlike the interpreter, which I felt just fucking knocked that out of the park the entire movie. I will agree with that. I think it got better as the movie went along. But maybe, but maybe that was done that way. Maybe like because I think the chemistry between them two kind of got a lot better as the movie progressed, and maybe that was intended. You know, to be truthful, I think the biggest problem I have with this movie is the middle part of it, and that's when he's at home. You know, they're trying to introduce his wife into a few things, and that, that I don't believe that worked very well. And I couldn't tell if we were trying to go toward a a uh, PTSD uh, route because he was, you know, having these huge anger swings and all that or what, but I felt like that wasn't the way that character intended to be written from the beginning. And you see that toward the end, the middle piece of that character doesn't really fit to either side. I will actually agree with you on that. I think the middle portion of where he's back in the States is the weakest weakest part of the entire movie. It's almost like they couldn't make that interesting. And if they wanted to go PTSD route, I, I don't think it was executed uh, as well as it could have been. I, I, I liked it, but I wouldn't say that... I, I, will, I will say this. It, it could have been better, the middle portion of the movie. So I, I will agree with that. But, but, I fucking love this movie, man. Fucking loved it. Oh, I mean, I had no fucking doubt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you stopped four or five times to jerk off the uh, JG over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jake, get it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't, I'm just saying, dude looks sexy in this movie. I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out there. He looks sexy. <laughs> I mean, what was that? Uh, no, no, I, I don't know what he. I, I mean, that, uh, shit, I must have a bit, have it a bad out. connection on this end. <laughs> it cut out. <laughs> I don't. It, fucking me and Nick Cage don't know what to say. <laughs> you know, I can't. I can't shit all over this movie. I, I definitely can't. Because uh, there was parts of it I did enjoy. I just wish there was as much thought into the action sequences in the beginning as the end of the movie because the the beginning you know we get the progression we get to see them clearing houses we get to see a pretty intense gunfight with some you know minor explosions and toward the end it's more of a uh bro we got to wrap this up in about fucking 10 minutes so ooh, be quick and run and you know there's no like because you know they're getting shot at on the dam and they're all hiding in that uh, like little pavilion building on the side of the dam and they're out of ammo and then it's like every motherfucker in the world shows up and rescues them and I was like bruh 
what the fuck? You took all of the suspense out of it. I will also agree with you on that. <laughs> like all the <laughs> all the points that you're making, like one hundred percent. You're 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 fucking hitting the nail with the, on the head. You're hitting the uh, whatever. I fucked that up. You're you're right. <laughs> this guy, I think this guy just said he wanted to get me hit. <laughs> <laughs> just so we're. Just so we're clarifying, I can. I mean, you're, you're a dude. <laughs> this guy's like, ah, ah. <laughs> I don't know how to answer this. <laughs> I've discussed no, it. I've turned on. I think all the points that you're making are absolutely correct, and you're not wrong in any of the the criticisms that you have with this movie. One of the criticism that I have is you remember when we watched that movie uh, Hostiles with uh, Christian Bale with the uh, they were carrying was it was it Hostiles that we were talking about it was one where they did a lot of fucking walking in no it wasn't Hostiles it was a different movie you, you remember you, the movie what the fuck kind of description of that it's a movie they were doing a lot of walking in it <laughs> <laughs> no, Dick. <laughs> it was a movie and they had people in it. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. No, there was a movie that we reviewed recently. And that was one of my criticisms of the entire movie was my God, I felt like they walked for fucking 45 minutes. They could It was they the hostiles. Was it hostiles? Yeah, it was with the Indians. Christian yeah, that, Bell that. was taking the yeah 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 I was like fuck man this this movie could have been thirty minutes short if they were just cut out all the goddamn walking so I will kind of use that same complaint for for this um it it does feel like it drags in parts and this movie could have been trimmed. 15, 20 minutes if they just cut out one, some of the fucking walking that they do. B, if they cut out the entire middle portion or just change it just a little bit. This movie needs to be... I think the movie's great the way it is, but it could have been better if they would have reworked that middle some. Um, it just it didn't feel cohesive with, the like you said, the first half and then the, the, the back third of the movie. Um, it, that's really... Like you said, it's it's almost like they didn't know how to to go about it. I think if they either a trimmed it by fifteen minutes, or because, I mean, give me a second. I'm I'm, I'm getting there. Okay, I, I I think I had a stroke for a second, but I'm getting there. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. I totally realize that I'm not making any sense right now. So, old dude, Ahmed carries him on that uh that cart for what 30 fucking minutes 20 30 minutes something like that it's, it's a fucking stretch <laughs> like but but to be fair out. i mean he did he did he did fucking walk him across to afghanistan <laughs> it's true <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if we needed that long of shout of... out <laughs> I don't know if we need that much time 
devoted to him just fucking walking. So if I have a criticism for Hostiles, I'm going to have the same criticism for this movie in doing the same thing. I think they could have used 10, 15 minutes devoted to something else. I don't think it would be the first part of the movie because I think they developed that relationship enough to make you invested in both of those characters that when one gets shot up and the other's carrying them across Afghanistan, you care about that relationship. And then when it gets to that middle portion, that that to me is the key. Maybe they trim that by a little bit and maybe not have so much him freaking the fuck out and tell him he's going to go kill people over the phone if they don't give him a visa. And then they devote, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes to the back half of the movie. Maybe that's how it gets better. Uh, but they, they need to rework that some way. I will have to say, since you brought up the walk-in, I 100% agree with you. It needs to be trimmed down on the walk-in. I mean, fuck, you can only walk a guy a guy walk, walk so much. But I will have to say some of the most powerful acting is from the time Ahmed gets that fucking cart and he's going up the hill and it gets stuck. That, I don't know, let's say a minute and a half worth of film has got to be some of the most fucking phenomenal acting I have seen in a long time it was i felt that dude's pain his anger his sadness all at once it was a fucking epic epic performance yes so while we're on the subject of performances i think he did knocked us out of the park the guy that uh what's his name i don't want to fuck his name up but uh the guy that played ahmed which was ahmed <laughs> Yeah, his name is Ahmed. That's his real right? name? No, no, that's his name oh. in the uh, fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that. I was like, wow, fuck, how lucky are you to get to play your fucking... <laughs> uh, no, Dar Salim. I'm assuming that's how you say it. I could be wrong. I but he did... Ahmed. What'd I say? Waka, 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 waka. <laughs> I don't even fucking know. <laughs> Him in this movie, really fucking good. Uh, let's see. He was he's only been in a handful of things. Uh Agent, never fucking heard of it. I've never heard of any of these movies. Apparently he was in Game of Thrones. But yeah, never heard of any of these movies. So I don't know. I think he could get in some more movies just based off this performance, which he was really, really great. And then Jake Gyllenhaal, at moments, he's really good. And then at other times, it, it's just very inconsistent. At other times, it just seems like either A, it's either the character that they 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 wrote it the certain way, they wanted it to be more, more monotone, and that's how he was, or B, he just didn't give a shit and he just didn't put a hundred percent effort into it. I don't know. I'm I'm a lean towards it was the way it was he was written. But it does come across as that uh throughout the movie. And I, I just think the performances are a little uneven there. Uh as far as the other people, I mean I, it's I got really a question just them two. to you. I got a question to you about the other people. Do you feel robbed that you didn't get a better character development of his uh unit that he was with? You know, for as long as they spent on the first half of the movie with that unit, we got shit for development of those of those people. Do you remember any of their names? 
No, see, I, see, that's what made me think of this and what, what I wanted to discuss it with you, because when they were getting killed off, I was like, well, fuck, which one was that? I don't even remember this guy, you know, and it, it's, I felt robbed on that sense. I want to compare this movie to one other movie, and they're, the only way they're similar is because they both are in Afghanistan, okay? And that is uh, Lone Survivor, which we have already reviewed. We did that for uh, War Movies in Review couple years ago so y'all can go check that review out if you want to listen to our thoughts on that um the thing with that movie is they did such a great job of developing each one of those characters that when one got hurt you fucking knew who it was and they all kind of looked the same they all had beards and shit like that but you knew who it was because they were able they were able to differentiate between all those characters this one yeah like you said when one got shot it's like who the fuck was that chow chow was that him or was that Jack Jack? <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I felt like they gave them those nicknames because they wanted us to connect with them. But I 100% agree with you. I think we got shorted on that. And I'm pretty sure we could come up with a better nickname than Chow Chow. Okay. I have this wrote down because I want to fucking talk about this. <laughs> I have what the fuck is up with Jack Jack and Chow Chow? <laughs> I mean, I thought nicknames would be cool, like Thunder Horse or Dark Lightning or something. This <laughs> motherfucker says Jack Jack. <laughs> this dude said Dark Lightning. <laughs> A motherfucker right here, man. <laughs> Fucking better than Jack Jack. What? What? Tom I don't know what that means. Tomcat, better name. Hellcat would have been pretty fucking cool. Uh, Jack Jack. When he said chow chow i was like was, is he a baby is like is he just re- <laughs> i didn't realize that i didn't realize that was his fucking name <laughs> i thought he was talking about eating me too <laughs> <laughs> but i was like why would they call it chow chow not just chow i've never i thought that was fucking stupid and come to find out this is it's one of their names i'm like are we just doubling shit up or are we just Repeating shit? Like, what, what the fuck? I mean, we got names. Goose, Iceman, fucking something, man. Yeah, dang. So, uh, yeah. Fuck, stupid. Absolutely stupid. I will 100% admit to that. Might as well uh, call them fucking ballerinas or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Tutu. <laughs> I'm fucking no, man. It's, it's, it, was, it was out there. That's wild. So, one thing that I really want to talk about this movie, the score. Did you notice the score? Did you like it? I did not notice it, so it must have been good and with the movie then. I didn't notice if it was bad. I absolutely loved the score for this movie. It's actually one of my favorite scores that we've reviewed recently. Maybe out of all the movies that we've reviewed, it's it's one of it, you'd put it up there with as the best scores. Um, it's got a lot of strings, got a lot of acoustic guitars in it, and to me, it really helps like increase the tension and a lot of the scenes. But at the same time, it kind of kind of highlights the the more somber moments. You know, to me, when you think about a war movie or just any movie in in Afghanistan involving the uh, the U.S. military and shit like that. 
it, it hits harder for maybe you and I because we kind of grew up with that war, you know? So to me, it just seems more sad and, and shit like that when you see, like it hits me differently because when I see people die in this movie versus if I saw a movie in Vietnam, like it doesn't affect me as much, you know? Yeah. So I think the score is able to highlight the the sadness of being over there with some of those strings and those acoustics, but also when they do it a little bit faster with the faster uh, paced rhythm of the of the strings and the guitars, uh, I think it really uh, increases the uh, the attention as well. So really, really love that score. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think you uh, tend to touch on scores more. more. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, you're you're more into the musical side of shit, anyways. That's true. Uh, a couple other things that I have notes for that I want to talk about. First off, the CGI in this movie. I I don't know of a word that I could use. Other than absolutely fucking horrific. <laughs> I don't know of another word that I could use. Dog shit, uh, doo-doo. Um, it the CGI was absolutely terrible in this movie. It looked I like agree. it looked like a TV show on like you would find on like CBS or something like that. The the worst portion is when they're in the helicopter at the very end that has yep. got to be the fucking worst and that black smoke supposed to be coming through and i was like what did y'all sketch this with fucking pencils <laughs> hey, well, it was it, terrible it was I, terrible right there i think you i think you and i could sketch it better i mean you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> do you think they cut corners like that to just save cost on it that's all it was that, that's, That's all, all it was. I'm curious to know how much of this movie of the $55 million budget was uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Probably 50 of it. it. It would be significant, I would assume. Because other than the gunfights, I mean, what what could they spend so much money on? Wasn't the CGI. <laughs> what, what wasn't the CGI? <laughs> I mean... Fuck, I could walk behind a guy walking in a camera for 45 minutes as he struggles to cross to Afghanistan. Dude, could you imagine making like $20 million for just being laying on your back in a cart and being carried? <laughs> you really... <laughs> like, he doesn't even fucking, he doesn't say anything. He just lays there. You know? Like I, I get the whole, you know, he's a, a soldier been been injured and shit like that. Well, let's take that out of let's take that out of the uh, discussion. He's legitimately just laying on his back. <laughs> he's a glorified. Why are whore. you so tired? I've been fucking playing dead all day. Leave me alone. <laughs> a guy just wants a beer after that. <laughs> he's a glorified whore, man. Laying on his back. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That is true. After the after movie, he was on a yeah. 
I mean, props to him, man. <laughs> this is me I, just being I'm jealous. A, this is me just being just jealous. Be, all it is, me hating. <laughs> uh, another thing that I want to say is at one point, John's wife, Jake Gyllenhaal's wife, she tells him, yeah, just, you know, hurry up and get home. And when I heard that, when I heard that sign, that, that, that line, I was like, just hurry up and come home. This motherfucker don't have no choice in when he comes home. Why are you telling him? Like, yeah, like, I'm going to hurry up these uh two months. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, and, you know. And that just goes to show you that just a lot of the dialogue is kind of fucking dumb. Especially between them two. That they're, they're, Even when he was FaceTiming home in the very beginning, it, it was fucking horrible. It, there was no chemistry there. No, and I mean, I have more chemistry with the fucking guy I ordered pizza from than what he had. I have pretty good chemistry with my pizza guy. I, bruh, y'all eat pizza all the fucking time. Man, fuck you, bruh. Dude, no shit, no shit. I walked up in the firehouse subs the other day. Uh, ordered on my phone. I walked up in there. She says, "Are you Matt, bitch?" <laughs> 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 she, she said, "She said." Oh yeah, you come up here all the time. I got your order right here. I was like, motherfucker. God oh, damn it. <laughs> I guess I should not eat here for a week. <laughs> How fucked up is it? I was known at the donut stop in Folsom for always coming in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it. Those fucking delicious morsels of goodness. <laughs> right? All right. One last thing that I want to uh kind of highlight. And that is uh, Ahmed. So he's kind of mysterious towards the uh, very beginning of the movie. And then you kind of just, they kind of peel back those layers a little bit to where, okay, he's he's catching on to things. He's, you know, he's saying this is an ambush up there. You know, how does he know this? And he's just looking at, I guess, uh, visual cues or whatnot. But you don't really know how much of a badass he is until this motherfucker is strolling up in slow motion when John's, you know, on the ground, you know, being <laughs> shot at. And the dude is just, I'm telling you, strolling. He is casually walking up into this gunfight and just <laughs> capping everybody <laughs> fucking left and right. I was like, is he fucking John Wick all of a sudden? Like this dude, he just fucking killing everybody. I did find it humorous, though, when he was sliding down the hill and he lost his rifle and they get down to the the, the bottom of the ravine and, and he's like, what the fuck's your gun at? And he's like, eh. He said, <laughs> on he the said hill. <laughs> <laughs> he said, dude said, uh, halfway up the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I, I wanted to say that that was, that was well written right there. That, that dialogue piece was good. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, really love this movie. Um, I, I know I do have the the complaints about the middle portion of the movie, and then a lot of what you're saying is right. I think I would have reworked the uh, the scenes a little bit, and I don't know, done something towards the back end rather than that middle portion, because I don't think it really adds a whole lot to the movie. Uh, one other thing that I wish the movie had was the very end of the movie. 
Okay, Ahmed gets gets uh, rescued by John, or Ahmed and his family gets rescued by John. He shows up, and they don't really have a conversation at all. So you think, okay, well, they're just saving this for, for like the last scene, I guess. And all they do after that is just nod their heads at each other. I, <laughs> yeah. I felt I felt bamboozled. Okay, I felt I felt duped in this because I, I think it would have been very beneficial to have one more emotional scene between them two. To, to cap off the movie. But no, they ended it like a 90s action movie of just, what's up? Like, nod? Yeah. Thanks. Like, like that's all it was. And, I don't know. I didn't really care for that. I wish they would have done something a little bit different with the uh, with the ending. Alright, take your feelings of Jake Gyllenhaal out. Who would you replace his, him with? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I'm saying Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg would be the obvious choice. Or uh, the guy that played Bradley Cooper. Okay, now you're just picking out two guys that did Afghanistan movies. <laughs> A lot fucking better. That's fair. That's fair. Ger- Gerald, <laughs> Ger- uh, go with Gerald Butler, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson? Fuck that. No. I mean, he did one good movie. he did one good movie let's put him in every other movie (laughs) i didn't realize you would take the uh jake gyllenhaal my bad (laughs) you should have fucking known (laughs) i will die on this dick (laughs) i'll let you have that one that that was good (laughs) I got nothing. <laughs> I just Mark Wahlberg like, would have been the perfect choice. I just feel like them two are like fucking military motherfuckers, man. I'm trying to think of who else would be a good choice. <clears throat> and it I don't know. I just but would it have made the same thing? Because I, I you know, still as we talked about before, I think some of the writing was maybe Jake Gyllenhaal's problem there. I, I think I think a lot of it had to do with the writing. What about uh Matt Damon? Hmm. Jason Bourne himself. Hmm. Yeah. Uh I'd have been Chris down for Hem- that one. Chris Hemsworth would have been pretty good in it. Uh what's he playing? He he did uh extraction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It would, yeah, uh, it'd have been good. What's that? Uh, oh, I'm tr- I can fucking picture his face, but I can't think of the damn name or his movie that I was in. Yeah, I can't help you there. Yeah, fuck. I don't even have like a fucking clue on where to start on that one. I would say Jason Statham, but it would just it would turn into a martial arts movie, and that would just be totally. <laughs> nah, a completely nah, different yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, nah. I don't. I don't think he really has the uh, the military prowess to to handle that role. Uh, yeah, those those would be the big ones that I would that I would say. Yeah. Or what about Chris Pratt? Well, give me a movie. Uh, he did Jurassic World. Do I need to give uh. you another movie? 
No, no, I, I think I know which one that is. Let's see. You know what'd been really cool was to have Samuel L. Jackson in it and just drop uh, motherfuckers every other every other line. That would've been funny. I mean, <laughs> I would have never <laughs> been opposed to that. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, I think ultimately. It's going to be really difficult for this not to make my top 10 at the end of the year. Now, granted, granted, let me let me say this. If this movie was released any other year, like the last couple of years, it probably would not make my top 10. But 2023 is such a shithole of a year for, for movies in general. Uh, this is one of the worst years for movies that I have seen in a very, very long time. This is a horrendous year. For new releases uh but i i think it, it i think it will end up in my top 10 when it's all said and done uh i give it four stars i think i think it's a great movie even with some of the uh the issues that i have with it it's still enjoyable from beginning to end and uh it kept my attention i was never looking at the clock to see how much how much time i had left in the movie it was i was never bored by it by any means uh just the middle was probably the the worst portion of the movie I mean, I can't uh, fucking disagree with none of that. And, you know, I like to disagree just to disagree, but yeah, I'd give it four. I mean, uh, I think it's a strong fucking watch, uh, especially butted up to some of these other new releases we've been seeing here lately. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Last week? Jesus. I'm still fucking pissed off that I spent my time watching that. I, mean, I, don't I don't even remember what the fuck we watched either. <laughs> I just know it was shitty. <laughs> oh, it was uh, the price we pay. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the goriest fucking movie of all time. Yeah, dicks. <laughs> I am bamboozled. Yeah, but I agree with you, man. Uh, uh, this movie has faults, but I don't think they're extreme faults. And I would suggest anybody watch it. It was had some great entertaining value to it. It is on Amazon Prime as of right now, so y'all can go check that out if you are interested in that. Uh, like I said, next week we are reviewing Alice Darling. Um, I think that's on Amazon Prime as well, Josh, or is that on Hulu? Stars. I can't look. It's on my phone. Oh, uh, it's, on, it's on one of the streaming apps, so happy hunting is what I say to that. Um, yeah, and I just want to point out one thing. We find everybody here in the audience finds it weird that you're wearing the hat of the team that lost this week out of the World Series. It wasn't the World Series, but uh, nice try. Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> I mean, I just find it weird. Why would you not be wearing a Georgia hat, the one that wins, not the team that loses? Uh, I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. It, though. it was, mean... it was, it was the hat that was hanging up and closest to me is what I grabbed. Roll tad. Roll tad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that is going to be it from us. Again, the links to all of our bullshit is down below. Leave us a comment. Let it. Let us know uh, how we did. Let us know a movie that you want reviewed or let us know how you, what you think about this movie. And uh, we will catch y'all next week on another review. Laters. Laters.